and welcome to Ignite Your Purpose. I am your host, Karam Zafra-Vera. Join me here every week for your weekly inspiration and guidance call. We're going to empower you, create enthusiasm, plant a seed, to recognize and peel off the layers to see your true, beautiful I am. Our guests will definitely motivate you to take action today, to create a new belief, and ignite your soul for more of this gift of life. So join us today, here. Tune in now. We are here speaking to Regina Rosa Celeste Ozoransky. Ooh. I, I got that name right. <laughs> Okay, and um, so happy to be here with you. This woman has, I'm, as I'm reading your bio, I'm amazed of all the amazing accomplishments that you, that you have, Regina. Um, so Regina is an international vision coach, internal peace vision coach, an international speaker, best-selling author. The number one, I love this part, a recovering perfectionist. <laughs> I love that. Um, she is, people call her the internal peace revolutionist. I love that too. Um, she works conscious minded to create that peace, that balance generating more success. So welcome to our podcast. I love to have you here. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Karen. Thanks for having me and allowing me to, to share time together today. I'm excited. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. I love this because I think that this is such a flow. It gives, it gives us such an opportunity to just learn more about each other. And you and I, we've known each other, we've spoken to each other, but we've never really gone deep into the conversations. Give me a little bit of background as far as how did you, how did you become to do this type of work? What was, what set in for you? What ignited you? Um, well, that's such a question. great question. Yeah, it's an awesome question because I think of the moment that it happened. And, you know, I, I believe that in our lives, we get these little knocks, right? These little taps on the shoulder. And sometimes we ignore them. We think, ah, no, that's not for me. Or who cares? Who wants to hear me? Or, you know, let someone else do that, right? And then it shows up again and again until it like knocks you head across the forehead with a you know two by four brick and it's like you're supposed to do this and so Amazing. I had many situations like that where there, there were like these little invitations from spirit I call it and mm -hmm. I just you know I didn't really take it on until one specific experience which was a couple of years ago I was um, actually engaged and I had an interesting conversation with my soon-to-be ex then and uh, ex-fiance and it was a beautiful situation because I was in this I was at a retreat and we had made an agreement we had a discussion and we made an agreement that we were going to end things in a very um, what I felt was integrity typed way and uh, integrity based way and, and friendly and we both made agreements and while I was at the retreat I knew that I shouldn't be on social media I chose not to be on social media but I went on social media anyway <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I saw something that um, was out of integrity with what he and I had agreed on. Oh, okay. 
And I had a choice in that moment. I was at a retreat. It was a meditation retreat. And I thought to myself, okay, here is the, like the winning ticket, right? Do I want to get upset and aggravated that things didn't go my way or whatever the story was I wanted to, I couldn't right. Right, that he was wrong or I was wrong or whatever. It didn't matter. The point was it didn't feel good. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, do I want to keep carrying the, the baggage and the anger of whoever in that moment, and in this case, it happened to be this person, mm-hmm. but in any situation, do I want to keep carrying the anger day to day and the, the upset and allowing situations and circumstances to take away my peace? Or do I want to just handle it the best way that I could. And so in that moment, I asked myself, what do I choose? And I remember laughing and saying, I choose peace. Wow. And from that moment, I started, I feel like I got, I got that invitation really clearly. Like so many times I had invitations and opportunities that I still get, right? We all, I think, get Mm -hmm. these opportunities. And sometimes I say, yes, I want peace. And then sometimes I don't. And I, don't make a healthy choice, but it's a choice each time. Right. You know what I love about what you're saying, um, Regina, is becoming aware that we have a choice in everything in our lives, right? Yeah. And um, that choice that you made, and I don't know how far you were in your process, right? But if you're in a retreat of meditating, then you have plenty of awareness or a level of awareness where you can be consciously choosing what it is and you got and you can't and it brought you to that point of asking, right? Yeah. Brought you that to that point of asking, what is it that I want to feel? Um, which is such a powerful question because most people don't ask that. Most people don't stop that very moment and to respond depending based on what it is that they want most people will react to it based on what they see um which has absolutely no you know which has all the impact but no bearing on what it is that they want to live you know and that is so powerful that is so powerful so then what 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 ended up happening happening there what happened? Um, so what happened was in that moment, I, I could have responded and I could have, you know, right. again, made him wrong and whatever. And I, I, my old self wanted to, right. My old self yeah. wanted to oh my, slap it, him. It creeps up. It creeps up. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to like go after him, you know, energetically or, or mentally or even physically with a message, right. What, what the heck's wrong with you? You know, we had an agreement, you know? Yeah. And then I thought, nah, I paid to be here. And forget about the money. Like I paid, my soul paid to emotionally be here at this retreat. And I want to extract the magic of this retreat. And I had no idea like this retreat was going to be so pivotal and so like monumental in my life. And so the next day I woke up and I remember like asking myself more of what you said, which was like, how do I want to feel? And yeah, I just remember looking up at the clouds and it was like really beautiful experience of just like being like, this is going to change me. This is mm. going to do something because I'm deciding it to. And so I came home from the retreat and things got um, clear, much clearer. 
Mm-hmm. And I asked for clarity. I asked the universe to show me what I needed to see. And I saw a lot of things that were amazing and awesome. And I'm so grateful that I didn't pursue yeah. in the other direction because I'm healthier, I'm happier, and I'm much more um, successful because of it. And, and as a human, right? As a, as a business person, entrepreneur, but, but more so as a human right. and, a, and a soul. And um, so, um, so things are good, you know, we're, we're, I wouldn't say we're friends, but we're yeah. on good terms, you know, like if I saw him in the street, I'd say hello. Um, and if, uh, if I look back at that moment and I say, what was like the, the defining factor was that choice. Yeah. And, you know, it happens every day, right? Like, you know, and I use this example often, you're sitting in traffic and you get the bird right? Mm-hmm. Someone flips you the bird and then you get home and you find out the contract that you were so excited about and that client that you were going to land decided to not move forward. And yeah. then, you know, your partner is upset because dinner's not ready or you're upset because dinner's not ready, right? Like mm-hmm. there's all these moments where we can say, mm-hmm. what do I want to feel? Exactly. And how much is my, how much is my piece worth? And my favorite experience of all of the not favorite, but the, the, probably the one that's one of the oh, most profound. Yeah, profound and so simple was I was on the phone with one of my coaches and um, an IT guy that she she's really good with tech and, you know, mm-hmm. websites and stuff. And I was having like a breakdown in communication around this one topic or not topic, but one area of my website. And I couldn't communicate to my web guy what I needed because I didn't know. I didn't understand the web stuff that I needed. I just knew this is what I wanted to look like. So I remember in the conversation, in the chat, <laughs> she wrote, Regina, where's the piece? Because she could see, like, I didn't have to say anything. She just knows me. And so she could see, like, my face turning red and my eyes, you know, getting big because I'm like, I don't know how to explain it to him. And he wasn't doing anything wrong. He was yeah. just showing up like a human, like just mm-hmm. normal guy, you know? Yeah. And I just was having such a frustrating time with my own sense of not understanding how to communicate to another human. And so in that moment, she said in the chat, where's your where's the piece? And I, so many times I'll be sitting in a situation or I'll be on a phone call and the you know, client's upset. Like, you know, my background is in real estate. So I still do yeah. real estate stuff. And every once in a while I'll get a call and it's not that they're upset with me. It's they're upset with the situation. They're upset with the, you know, the circumstance, right? Right. And I get it. And I go back to that moment where I'm like, where's the peace? Mm-hmm. And so I just, I just, I let them vent if they need to. I help serve them, support them. And I just help them um, just like I do with my other clients, my coaching clients is I help shift them to that peaceful state. And it's just a way of being, it's not necessarily anything that anyone says in that moment, you know, cause I could, I could say something really kind to someone. Mm-hmm. And I could have a really, maybe not good intention. Right. Right. And it comes through and same thing the other way. Someone can be super pleasant and, you know, tell you, uh, or, or the other way around, they could say something that's not so uh, kind, but in a joking way and, and you wouldn't make notice, notice of it, right. right? You wouldn't get upset. Right. So I think energy is so important. And so when we come from that place of knowing what we really want is to feel good and we want to be happy we can really let go of all the nonsense and all the noise that we Mm -hmm. often experience because that's really all that is anyway. All that stuff is just triggers. Right. It is. You know, it's important um, just to bring out something that I thought was um, 
we don't realize it. And I think that, you know, I've noticed this, right? And coming from, you know, coming from always feeling a vibration and energy, right? What, what we're constantly living, you know? This, you know, you're, I, the person that, the girl that said to you, where's your keys? not necessarily was seeing you. I don't know if she was physically, but it's the energy that you don't have to be in front of someone. You don't have to be, you know, um, on FaceTime, on Zoom or anything to see the energy that somebody has because it comes out, you know, either through our words or just the, they know you, they, they have an idea and the person doesn't really need to know you to recognize or to feel that resistance of vibration of energy that you may have or the embracing of it, right? And that most people don't realize it. And I, I always, I often say this, it's like in a phone call, you pick up the phone, you say hello. The moment you say hello, that person knows the level of energy you're in, you know, not consciously because a lot of people don't recognize that all the time, but it's there. And so it's that vibration that holds us and it's that powerful, leads back to that powerful question. What do we want? What do we, you know, what do we want? And how do we want to feel are two of the most powerful questions that I continuously ask myself throughout the day. What do I want? Mm -hmm. What do I want to feel? Because it brings me back to that alignment, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So, okay. So you, you, you're a coach, uh, you're a speaker, you're an author. Tell me where did it all begin and how did it begin? What was that one thing? So I know that the retreat was a pivotal, pivotal uh, moment for you. And I think you knew at that very moment that the change that was happening was going to be profound. What led after that? Like, where did you recognize or your purpose of call? Like, how do you, how did you recognize that for yourself? Um. Yeah. And I'm so grateful. You know, I love, I love even the, the name of the podcast, you know, yeah. it's all about igniting that fire within us, yeah. right. That passion, that purpose. And, um, I think for all of us, it's always there, mm -hmm. but it goes back to not always hearing it. And so I know for me, I I'm very fortunate that I, uh, like yourself, Karen, I, I feel like we're on this planet doing the work we're doing because we get it we understand and those that might be listening may already have that awareness and some are looking mm -hmm. or, or on that path and i think at yes. the end of the day that's really what fulfillment is is mm -hmm. like when people aren't fulfilled it's usually in my experience at least it was it's because I was looking for that fulfillment. I was looking for that. Like, what's the point of this? What is my purpose? And some days I still ask myself, not what's my purpose, but like, how can I serve today? Because there's so much noise. There's so much toxicity going on in the world. And, and it goes back to how can I keep, like you said, the vibration consistently, right? It's not going to be there all the time because we're humans and, you know, right. just weather, you know, our emotions change, right? It's rainy and then it's sunny sometimes. So for me, it was like all these little uh, crumbs, I call it crumbs that led me there. And I was very fortunate that in 2014, I actually got to, um, I started asking myself after a very tough depression that I went through, it was a nine month depression. And it was a, such an amazing gift that I didn't know at the time, but I went through that. And when I 
kind of came out of the tail end of that, I got to go on what I call my, my vision quest. Mm. And I got an invitation to go live out West at Yellowstone National Park. Wow. And I thought it was just a summer thing. And I said, yes. And I went out and um, a lot of things happened. And um, one of the most important things was that I really was asking myself, what's my purpose? Why am I here? And how can I serve the world? And like a snake, I started to shed lots of old stories, lots of old belief systems, um, old ways of being, old habits, old patterns. And I start to really discover who is Regina. And I remember years before that meditation, and it's ironic, it's funny, because we were talking about my name before the show. And I didn't expect to talk about this, but every once in a while it shows up. And so it feels, you know, like it resonates here. So um, I was in a meditation. This was like six years before this trip, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm in this meditation and it was really easy, like quick few minutes, less than 10 minute meditation with one of my teachers. And it was called the um, meeting your future self. Mm. And so I'm in this meditation and I see this name, Regina Rosa Celeste. And I'm like, who is that? <laughs> right? And I'm like, I don't get, or no, I don't even think I saw Regina. I think I saw Rosa Celeste. And I was like, who is that? And my middle name is Rosa. Oh, wow. My first name is Regina. So I was like, I don't know what that means, but okay. So here I am, you know, fast forward eight years later, I'm in West being Montana and, uh, and living out there. And I was, um, you know, going through a lot of different things in my life and I was exploring uh, different things I wanted to experience. And one of the things was yoga. And I started really going deeper into my spiritual practice and then started coaching and everything kind of happened organically. And the meditation showed up again Mm -hmm. and it was Regina Rosa Celeste. And so then fast forward a few years later, I ended up coming back to Florida and I went through another depression which was so beautiful because that was kind of like the second round. And I said, why is this happening again? Right. Mm -hmm. So if anyone's listening and maybe going through something or knows what that's like, yeah, there's two things that can happen. I learned you can ask, we can ask ourselves when something not so positive is happening. Why is this happening to me? Right. Or we can ask why, what is this happening to me for? Right. What can I do with this? Right. How can I turn this lemon uh, lemons into lemonade? right? This crap into fertilizer, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. I asked actually one of the, that question, I asked it differently um, just because it makes me feel more comfortable, right? Mm -hmm. Is what is the gift in this, in this, in this season, in this obstacle, in this circumstance? Mm Because so, you know, all of us, and we tend to fall, it's not like we're in perfection perfection here, but um, to who we were, and I can speak with you in regards to, because I think you've evolved to that point too, to who we were, to who we are right now, it's so much easier for us to not look at the contrast or the obstacle for what it is showing up, but looking at, okay, there's a purpose in this. There's a gift in this. And even though I can't see it, I can go through it knowing that at the end, I will have a gift of it from it, right? Um, and it just makes it 
I think more embracing to go through it, right? You to go because one thing is for you to go through it and be in total resistance and just playing the victim to going through it knowing already, having that belief, that faith that it's happening for a gift that is going to be provided to you. And you just want to have that allowance because everything you're talking about right now is allowance, right? It's the allowance of seeing that. I love that, the meet your future self. Like that's so powerful. You know, I love that. So then what happened in the process? Um, so, so then, yeah. And there, there's something you said, which is so, um, struck me. It's, uh, it'll come back. It'll come back. But, um, yeah, what happened was I just, you know, I kept honoring, honoring myself and I kept honoring that path. Oh, the present. So, so the whole idea, the thing about gifts is we love getting gifts. Right? Who doesn't love a gift, right? right like a pretty right, right. wrapped box or, you know, something it doesn't have to be yeah. jewelry. It could be like, you know, a flower. It could be, <laughs> you know, whatever, a, pop a popsicle, anything, right? Yeah. When we, like you said, when we think of those experiences as gifts and presents, it becomes like exciting, right? Like we want to fall flat on our face, but there's something beautiful and amazing about growth and like when you see like I, I the picture I don't know why but the picture I'm getting right now well I do know why I get I see stuff um I'm very visual so just like a kid who's learning how to ride a bike you know and they and they scrape their their knees that's how mm -hmm. we learn right right the, the key is not scraping your knees over and over again the key mm -hmm. is learning and understanding the vibration. I believe, and I think you believe too, yeah. is that we get to feel good. Like universe spirit wants us to feel good. And it's us humans that are limited thinking that we think we're supposed to feel not good. And we think that it's normal to feel yucky and feel stuck and like, oh, this is as good as it gets. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I don't believe that anymore, no. you know, and sometimes I struggle with it. I'm human. Like you said, I have, you know, moments That's where cool. I have to call my coaches and be like, Hey, or my friends, you know, like, Hey, can you help pull me out of this mental ditch? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, like, I'm stuck. Absolutely. You know? There's nothing more important than accountability partners, right. Or coaches to help us, um, realign ourselves to help us stay focused on not what is showing up in our present moment but understanding that our focus needs to be on where we want to be, right? Um, one of the things that, you know, the process that you, the process that you allowed yourself to go through, which Regina, you know, I hope that our speak, our, our, our listeners are understanding that it can it not, it doesn't always happen unless we give it the opportunity to happen. And when we, I think that when we find ourselves in those moments in life that we are feeling stuck or we're feeling, you know, unhappy, where we're having depression, um, some people don't even recognize that they're in depression. To give yourself the ability to just see beyond of what is happening to allow yourself because that's what you acknowledge that's what you did like you said you were peeling like the snakes peel right like the layers 
but that didn't happen because you were resisting it that happened because you gave to you you gave yourself the allowance to just experience beyond what is showing up for your life at the very moment and i think that and maybe not intentionally at that very moment but subconsciously there was that allowance right to give yourself that opportunity to go to you know florida or to go to the park the the yellowstone park right the yeah yeah. So I think those are, you know, humongous opportunities that I only invite our listeners to give yourself that opportunity to, to see more. And that, and you know, you mentioned something that I wanted to go back to, you mentioned something about what is my purpose, finding our purpose. And sometimes we get stuck in that, what is that, that little roller coaster of asking the question, but not giving ourselves the silence to hear the answer. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, I did the same thing. I was when, when, you know, when I transitioned from mediations to, to coaching, it was, I was like, okay, I'm not doing anything until I know what my purpose is. <laughs> like, <laughs> what is my purpose, you know? Yeah. Um, but I did have to learn, I did learn to have a little bit of silence to listen to, to have that little bit of faith you know, and I think that it's all within ourselves. Just like you said, everything is within ourselves. It's just being able to allow ourselves to see it or feel it or experience it or just listen to that intuition because you experience a lot of the intuition speaking to you. That's what stopped you to think, well, how do I want to feel? Do I want to react or do I want to respond? Right? Yeah, that is so good. There's so many um, gems that you said just now. I'm like, oh, there's so much. It's so great. Girl, we could be here for a couple of hours. I mean, oh, I, so I, believe I, think, it. <laughs> I think this is the most um, conversations with like-minded individuals that we can now look back, right? And see the amazing gifts that we have faced and we have gained yeah. in the process of this growth. And I think that is the, one of my biggest takeaways is, you know, I can now understand that we can't connect the dots looking forward as much as we want to, because we're so, you know, society and puts us into this, this picture of like, we need to have everything planned in order to know where we want to be. And it's so the backwards, it's like, you connect the dots after you've gone through it. Just give yourself focus on where it is that you want to be, you know? So that is, that's amazing. So you said you mentioned you went through depression, right? Where do you feel the turning point was for you? Uh, that's a really good question. And I, I feel like this is important for everyone yes. listening to Absolutely. hear, which is the turning point I think is daily. Like mm. it comes back to that choice and that idea of, the vibration that we were talking about a little while ago, like it's a choice, right? Because every day I feel like we we get to choose, not even every day, every moment, mm-hmm. we get to ask ourselves, do I want to feel good or do I not want to feel good, right? And and like when people talk about like, um, I, I imagine probably there's, there's a resonance with um, Abraham Hicks. Oh, yes. Absolutely. So anybody who's listening to this might know Abraham Hicks. And, and although some of it is very repetitive and all that, like I love, I love listening to it when I get inspired to listen oh, to it. 
Absolutely. Yeah. And it's like, I know when I'm in the flow Mm -hmm. because I don't have to think about being on purpose. Right. Like I don't walk around asking myself, what's my purpose today? Like I just live it. And, Mm -hmm. and I'm sure everyone who's here, who's listening, understands what that feels like. Because when you're in, I believe what I, what I really believe everyone's true purpose is, is to be happy. That's what I really believe, which is Mm -hmm. why my work is so important to to me. I feel like that's my purpose, right? Mm -hmm. Is to help others be happy to live on their purpose. Yeah. Right. Like you do like igniting people, right. To, to go do what you came here to do. You want to be an astronaut, go be an astronaut, right? You want to clean floors, clean floors, whatever. You want to be a mom, be a dad, do it and do it with all your heart. And Mm -hmm. And all the minutia, all the junk that gets in the way, right? Like, like, although the depression for a lot of people, like it's like, oh, you know, you live with depression and anxiety. Well, it's not like, I, I won't be um, naive to say, oh, it's cured and it's gone. I never have a depressed day. Of course I do. Like I have days where I just don't want to get up. I just, I would rather just lay in bed. And some days I understand that's part of the grieving process. That's part of the skin shedding, like the snake. Mm-hmm. But that's not necessarily being depressed. That's, I need rest. I need rejuvenation. I need time to heal. I need, I, I need it. I need to have a bad day sometimes. Yeah. Right. Because without the bad days, we don't have good days. We can't, we have no contrast. We have no um, right. awareness of what the opposite is. Mm-hmm. to have the appreciation and the gratitude. And so Absolutely. I think, you know, it's so important, like when people are going through things to understand and just, you know, I'm saying this also to, to myself, but out loud, right. I'm saying right. how important it is to be able, like when they talk about, um, I say they, but like, you know, leaders, right. Like right. thought leaders, I've, I've heard a lot of successful thought leaders talk about, and I don't know, unfortunately at the moment who quoted this, but when you're looking at the obstacle of fear and you look at it like a mountain, Mm -hmm. your desire, your dream has to be bigger than that mountain of fear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's really the only difference. Like there, there are no monsters Mm -hmm. under the bed right now. Right. Like there's no monsters on this call, you know, behind the door, like there's something going on maybe on the other side of the world or maybe down the street, something bad could be happening to somebody. But the reality is, is like in this moment, whoever's listening to this, when you're listening to the, you know, whatever time of day or year from now you're listening to this, you're in a, you're in a space at this second that you're listening to this because this is what you're supposed to hear and experience. Amen to that. Absolutely. I cannot agree with you more on that. Um, thank you for that. That is so powerful. And there's so many nuggets that we could elaborate (laughs) with what you just said. Um, but yes, I love, um, and let's see, gosh, there's so many things I want to say, you know, with what you said, but let's take it with the contrast. Um, you know, one of the things that I tell my clients is contrast doesn't have to be your enemy contrast is there to make you aware of what you want more of Mm. amen yes right and it's just regina isn't it it's just a a a perception of how we are accustomed to seeing things and how we can actually have a choice to look at them 
you know, that makes everything shift for ourselves, you know? I mean, Uh, I can even give a, sorry to interrupt. No, please tell me. I was just thinking like a very real life example was I've been um, thinking about some, something the last couple of days and it's been really annoying me. Because I'm like, oh, why am I still thinking about this, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I thought yesterday, oh, yes, I remember. Because I get to think what I don't want. Mm-hmm. And so it, it took me, a, oh, you know, it took me two days, right? Because I was like, oh, ah, you know, and then I realized like, oh, yeah. Because it was just a reminder. I don't, I don't want that anymore. I don't need that. Like I learned, I learned my lesson, right? How many times do we need to learn not to do something before right. we stop hitting ourselves in the head because that's almost, ultimately what it is yeah. and it's almost like universe gives you that little glimpse of this is what you're used to think of and that contrast of you feeling uncomfortable thinking about that or doing that specific thing makes you it reminds you that that is not where i want to be and i say this because for example I'm huge into writing, journaling, right? Affirmations, the whole nine yards. But if I start to skip days, I lose my flow in certain ways. Mm-hmm. And so it becomes to a point where it's like, okay, why am I feeling like this, right? The contrast, it's knocking on the door. You're feeling like this. What did you stop doing that was making you feel good? that because you stop doing it for whatever reason, then your old habitual behaviors and thoughts and stuff starts to creep in because you're giving it the space for it, right? That's why it's, I feel it's so important for us, not because you wanna have a to-do list of everything, but you want to put effort in aligning yourself, in making you feel good and being in that flow and the constant reminders of, I am useful. Like Jennifer Lopez has a, a quote that, I don't know, I guess I was looking at some of her makeup line um, and she had a video and she says an affirmation, I am useful and timeless at any age, Ooh. you know? And I was like, I like that. I'm going to take that, <laughs> you know? And so it's like, it's why it's important for you to have little things around that remind you of your perfection, of your being, of your higher self, of the life that you can create and live in. And something that you mentioned is it's not about looking for it. It's about being because we already have our purpose. We already know our purpose. It's more of begin to take action towards what feels good because what feels good leads you to your purpose, right? And serving for you and serving for me is what makes us feel good, right? And seeing our clients have these amazing, you know, wins or just being happy. You know, it's, it's funny, Regina, because I would say a couple of years ago, you know, I didn't understand what being happy meant, right? I was happy, but there's a sense of happiness and ease and flow and just this ease in, that, I, that I can describe in like in my chest and my being that no matter what the circumstances are happening around me, I'm still 
aligned and I still have that peace. And I think that's life's purpose, you know, is to be happy and, and exploring, right? Growing continuously. Yeah. Yeah. So and that. I don't, um, you know, it's funny because this, this, there's two words that I think are so valuable and they're so, they're so poly, you know, Pollyanna, right? They're like, you know, very rainbow, but they're so powerful and they're so true. And what I get from what you're saying, and I agree with you hundred percent is it's self-love. Yes. It's like that knowing that it's not about, you know, and pardon me for saying this, but it's like, it's not about how big my butt is or how small my butt is, right? Or my thighs, or do I have a muffin top or not have a muffin top? Like all that stuff, yes. You know, it might matter when we look in the mirror, but like, how do I feel about me? Mm-hmm. You know, am I happy? And and I love what you said about like, you know, you 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 knew a place in your life where you were happy, but then you really know a place when you're happy. And most people, like you said, most people don't even know they're depressed because they don't know the difference. They just live because that's what they do. You know, that they, they're doing the best they can. They have, maybe they have kids, they have jobs, they have businesses and they don't know any better. They're just trying to keep up. And I feel like sometimes when we get the privilege and I know this sounds weird, but when we get the privilege of being stripped of everything, including our sanity. Yes. <clears throat> You know, like losing it all, right? You might lose your, you know, your friends, your family, your money, your homes, your cars, that's material stuff. But when you lose your mental capacity, because you're just like, hope you feel hopeless. It's such a present. It's such a gift. It is. If you choose to see it that way, if you choose to see, you know, the, the juice out of the experience, because that's that to me, that is life is like knowing, like you said, like, I'm all right. You know, it doesn't matter bad stuff's going to happen because that's life. That's reality, you know, and, and not to go back there, but like, um, you asked me, what was the thing that one of the things that got me to do the work I do? And then what was the situation, right? One of the situations that I didn't talk about, that was like the turning point also, um, before my engagement was I actually, uh, the reason I came back to Florida was because my parents were sick. And my mom was going through chemo the second round and my dad, they found a brain tumor. Oh, I'm so sorry. Head. And mm-hmm. it was crazy. It was like literally right, right at the pituitary gland, just above the nose between the yeah. eyes. And that's like, I mean, they basically gave him six months to live and they were like, you know, you have three weeks to decide if you want to operate or not. And wow. if we operate, we don't know what's going to happen. We like, we, we can't guarantee that he's not going to come out a vegetable. Right. Wow. And my mom was sick at the same time. So this was like devastating news, you know, and I was going through depression as it was, because I was just like, this is absurd. This is like out of a book, you know, Mm -hmm. this is, it can't be happening to me. And I remember just, I just kept focusing on my tools and all these things that we're talking about and like vibration and what could I do to support my family? What could I do to support myself? And I leaned actually on my friends and on um, that's when I first actually really started coaching, mm-hmm. getting coached, yeah. you know, even though I was doing a little bit of coaching, I, I started taking the medicine myself. And yeah. I said, you know, if I'm talking about coaching being so valuable and helping people, I need to do the same thing. And so I actually, um, didn't work that year. And I like took time off and I just got the healing that I needed so that I could serve and support my family. And 
it was amazing because the gifts I got out of that were doesn't matter what circumstances life is going to life is going to throw you some, some bricks right. and you either build a house with those bricks or you build a prison. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. We have that. Um, we have, I didn't realize that we have that in common too. Um, for me, my turning point was my dog is barking. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Yay. We love dogs. <laughs> um, but for me, my turning point was my father's illness. And he passed away um, due to cancer, esophageal cancer. And that was a huge turning point, you know, a huge turning point. And, you know, we walk through it. We don't know what we're walking through. We don't know the gift that's going to be at the end. But it, it has been a tremendous turning point, you know, for, in my life that shifted everything that how I was seeing life, how I was experiencing life, what I was going to do with life. It was, and sometimes those are those seasons that we, we, we need to surpass in order to know ourselves more. You know, it is, it's not, it's not easy. Definitely not easy. And you know, that beautiful thing that you said was not only coaching, but being coached, you know, and, you know, I just want to put out there to our audience that coaching is not a luxurious thing. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people like to think about it, you know, it's such a necessity, I feel, to have someone that will guide you, will, um, will inspire, will guide you, will hold you accountable will even teach certain tools, you know, so that you can become a little bit better of who you are and learn, not become better, evolve, right? That would be the right word, is to evolve to those next levels in your life. Um, and I used to think that coaching was a luxurious thing. I used to think that coaching was like, why do I need coaching? I remember the first time I seeked out a coach, it wasn't for personal growth. It was to help with my business, my previous business. And, um, and it was something like, I was like, okay, I think I'm in the, at a point where I need a coach. Right. And that's when I started looking for coaches. Never did I, at that time in my life, Regina, I never expected for me to end up becoming a coach a couple of years down the lane, you know, like, it was, and, and when it came to me, I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, I didn't see myself to that, you know, but it has been the biggest gift that I have received in life of myself, you know, um, just experiencing that. So yeah, it is, it is a, a process. Um, thank you for sharing that with us because I know that our audience, you know, I, I love to make it relatable. And I think that it's very important for our audience to know that it doesn't have to be something as drastic or a situation, an illness. Um, it could be anything. It's just like, just listen to your heart's desire. You know, what is it that you're feeling and you know, and I, and I want to say that if you're listening to this is because you know that there's something that is calling for you because 
we tend to gravitate to what we need, you know? And one other thing that you mentioned, Regina, was, um, oh my gosh, it just slipped my mind. It just so slipped my mind. <laughs> but you mentioned something that I think that was very important and I didn't write it down. <laughs> so hopefully it'll come to me before we end. But um, yeah, that was, that was definitely a process. And now I know that you've gone through that process of healing and allowance in that aspect of it. Yeah. So how can our audience reach out to you if they want to know more about you, if they want to contact you in any which way. Thank you. I would be honored to serve anybody from your community. And I'm so grateful to share my story because um, I think as we share our own stories, we help each other. Yes. Because we're all, we're all going through stuff, you know, and, and the reality is, is nothing is wasted. So I think it's always to help us grow. And um, I actually would be happy to, to serve and, and share a free gift. If anyone's interested, they can reach me at um, internalpeacenow.com. Mm -hmm. And then also they can text me at the number 64600. They can text the word yoga. And mm -hmm. that's the best way. Awesome. So. Thank you. So what's your final advice to our audience? Uh, if I can leave anything, I would say choose. You get to choose. And, you know, just remember that peace is an option. It's a choice. We don't have to struggle. We don't have to suffer. That's something we choose. Beautiful. Beautifully said. I hope that, um, thank you. First of all, I just want to say thank you. This has been an amazing conversation. I have to come it. back on and we're going to have to do some even deeper conversation here for our audience. Um, but I just want to say to our listeners, I hope that you have been inspired and that you have taken whatever little seed you could have taken from this um, conversation that has been provided with so much love and so much um, desire to help each and every one of you and that you take one action, take one piece of action that came to you, you know what it is, just listen to it and take action towards that that you want in your life. And so with that, I leave you all. Thank you, Regina. It was a pleasure having you here. Thank you so much. I'm so happy I got to be here. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Karen. Thanks for tuning in. Follow us for next week's inspirational guest. You can follow me, Karen Zavravera, in all your social media platforms or email me at leapandbelieve at gmail.com. <laughs>